This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Schlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. In this episode, German singer Sarah Maria Sun talks about the album Folk Songs, released in collaboration with the ensemble Songs in May 2022. The album features three song cycles for voice and ensemble, two of which are premiere recordings. We hear excerpts from Samuel Blaser's work songs and Oscar Strasnoy's Chansons Populares Romanchas, both composed in 2019, in addition to Italian composer Luciano Berrios' Folk Songs, written in 1964. We warmly recommend that you listen to this great recording in its entirety on the link provided in the information section. My name is Sarah Maria Sun. I'm a singer and uh, currently I live in Dresden, Germany. Uh, but I was born in the Ruhrgebiet in Nordrhein-Westfalen in Germany, which is a very open and multicultural area in Germany, and the most dense population in Germany. So today Hakon gave me the platform to talk here about a new album release that I had. Um, the album is called Folk Songs and it contains three song cycles about folk songs. One cycle by Oskar Strasnoy, it's called Chansons Romanchas. A uh, second cycle is by Samuel Blaser called uh, Work Songs. And the third one is a very famous cycle called Folk Songs by Luciano Berrio. And um, for me, the very old cycle, Folk Songs by Berrio, uh, was actually very fresh and new. And I, I had never sung it before um, this occasion to work with uh, this ensemble that we built around this project for the Folk Songs. Um, the ensemble is called Songs. It's musicians from the ensemble K&M from Berlin. And... Uh, Samuel and Oscar play themselves also in the ensemble. So you hear Samuel play the trombone. He's very famous for that. He's usually more in the jazz scene. Uh, and he has some nice solos in, in, the, in his work song cycle. And Oscar plays the piano because he's a great pianist on the side. The project was an idea um, of... Samuel and Oscar, I think they had a beer and they were thinking about, wow, well, okay, we want to do something with Sarah and with the ensemble K&M and what can we do? And we both love the cycle folk songs so much. We ask her and uh, if she wants to do it and then let's get creative around this idea of folk songs and what is this today? What can folk songs be? And um, Samuel then came up with the idea to take these folk songs or songs that were composed or invented by Led Belly, a fantastic singer and artist, a fantastic musician. And there are some old recordings of his uh, singing these songs. And uh, yeah, Sam had this idea to, to build a cycle around his music. And I was uh, very resistant in the beginning because uh, in all the post-colonial discussion, um, I thought I have no right. It's not my place to sing these songs. I felt very uncomfortable with this. Um, but Sam plays so much in the jazz scene and he said, look, um, I think it's no use if uh, nobody inherits these songs and nobody is playing these songs because it's great music and as much as I wish that anybody can play my music and I'm a white male guy 
um, as much I think it should be completely normal that a white woman could sing these songs. And then we tried it. We did it. And um, some people are happy about it and some people are not. I heard very different opinions about this. And I still, I'm, I'm not sure myself if this is a good idea or a bad idea. Anyway, I enjoyed a lot the music. And that's probably the main thing. Uh, we are all musicians and the songs are great songs. And, and I'm very happy that I learned to know them. I didn't know anything about Let Belly and this music before the project. So I'm, I'm very grateful to Sam to have proposed this. And he did wonderful stuff with it. It's, it's not just a, a jazzy arrangement uh, for the instrumentation that the ensemble gave him, but he really was very experimental and dared to try out very, very crazy things with the songs to give a kind of comment to the whole issue. And uh, he also invited a musician, Mathieu, who plays around with old vinyls in the background with it, uh, which also gives another comment. And so it's, it's a multi-layered thing. And I think it's, it gives enough uh, space for your imagination and also for thinking and reflecting about the, the songs and about Let Belly.
And then there's uh, the other cycle uh, by Oskar Strasnoy, Chansun's Romanchas, which are based on old Romanche folk songs uh, with Romanche texts. Uh, Romanche is a language that appears um, in Switzerland, somewhere there up in the mountains, spoken by a few people. And it's actually a super sweet language. And there are some fantastic um, poets coming out of this region. For me, as an outsider, this language reminds me of a, a bit of Italian, a bit of French, a bit of Latin, a bit of Swiss German. It's it's like a wild mixture. And uh, so then there is this um, folk song singer a very well known in Switzerland he's very well known who sang all these songs uh, you can find him on YouTube if you just give in um, a chansons romanchas and you you look for the old folk songs there it's very funny when you listen to it uh, it's very earthy and very rural and uh, yeah it's music accompanied by a simple guitar and, uh, Oscar had a lot of fun playing around with this and he like he works his way around the cliches that you can find in the music and he sometimes he's making a bit of fun of it but it's not only fun he also takes it seriously and uh it's it's a nice very virtuous piece of music and to sing it is actually very hard and i try to make it sound super easy easy peasy <laughs> But there is never a stop for the voice. You just go on singing, 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 up and down, up and down. And then with with this language, which really gives me knots in my tongue. So but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Concerning uh, the folk songs by Berio, of course, I knew the recording of Kathy and Berio himself since a long time. And uh, I love this recording forever. And I also know a lot of other recordings. And when the project came up, I listened to all of them. Usually when, when I do stuff that's already recorded, I listen to all of the things I can find to get inspired or to know which mistakes I want to avoid that other people did. <laughs> um, I just want to learn uh, from, from them and, uh, and also to make up my mind what my focus will be. So uh, for me, it was totally clear right from the beginning that uh, I want to sing it as beautiful as I can with the options that my technique gives me. I wanted also to give each song a very different color. Uh, so in the past 25 years, I had 
so many opportunities to work with people from different countries who know different uh, singing techniques and singing styles. And I sang so many songs which use different techniques. So I really wanted to give this cycle some as many different colors as possible. I'm quite happy with the result. <laughs> um, so every every song really is very unique in its color. And um, yeah, that was my main goal. And also some of the songs are so fragile uh, in, in how I feel them. For instance, La Fiolaire, it can be like such a super soft and fragile song. And um, I wanted to find this, this thin thread that's going through the music. And uh, others are very down to earth. And it's more like a very rural market-like screaming and yelling. And yeah, so I tried to get my head around this. Black, black, black is the color of my true love's hair. His lips are something rosy fair. They first song uh, is called Black is the Color, and it goes, Black, black, black is the color of my true love's hair. His lips are something rosy fair, the sweetest smile, the kindest hands. I love the grass whereon he stands. So um, it's a song about, it's a love song, or it could be also, in the widest sense, it could also be... Uh, the song 
for your father or for your mother. Yeah, many of the old like Irish or English songs are not necessarily about a couple. It's also songs from your mother when the son is going to war as a soldier or things like that. So um, I gave it an English or a very pure and clear British accent um, to have a very pure sound. Uh, not disturbed by too much R's and uh, I gave it also a much darker color than the second song for instance which is, is called I Wonder As I Wonder I wonder as I wonder out under the sky its content is about uh, it's uh, about religion or, or the belief of uh, why did Jesus uh, our savior come to save us and if we believe in him we will be saved and uh, he could the little baby Jesus could have wished for anything and God would have fulfilled his wishes it's a very sweet song and I gave it a an American accent and a, 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 a brighter sound and a, a lighter sound uh, placed in a completely different area in the in the head <laughs> in the resonances um, because I wanted to, to differentiate it more from the first song. I wonder as I wonder out under the sky How Jesus our Savior did come for to die For poor ordinary people like you and like I I wonder as I wonder out under the sky When Mary birth Jesus twas in The song Luz in Yelav is an Israeli song, or Israeli text, so, and an old Israeli melody that Berio used. Uh, it's a song that speaks about how beautiful um, the night looks with the moon coming up over the hill. And it has a certain sentiment about it, and a certain melancholic but also beautiful and and um, heartwarming quality in it uh, the, the just the simple melody of it So, La Donna Ideale is an Italian song, uh, an old Italian folk song, and it's a very funny text, very humoristic text. It's talking about uh, if a man marries a woman, 
he should keep an eye on four very important things. And then it's um, counting one, two, three, four, the important things. So the, the looks of the woman, is she rich or not? Which parents does she have? And well, and if, if all these points are wonderful, yeah, in God's name, may he marry her. di Tristura is a song from Sardinia. You would never guess what the text is about if you just listen to the music, uh, because uh, Tristu Passirianti is actually saying a sorrowful nightingale. How alike are you to me? Please console me if you can, because I weep for my lover. And so it goes on, and uh, it's a very heavy music, and we have these percussion sets in the background, and they always have this heavy entrance entrance uh, with my starting of the singing. And, and then there are these little nightingale-ish uh, colors imitated by the percussion in the set. It's a very outstanding color that this song has, very earthy sounds. Is my, my favorite song from, from this cycle. It's called Le Fiolaire. It's from Auvergne in France. And um, this is a very interesting dialect because it somehow appears to be a mixture of uh, French and Italian in a way. And um, you have a lot of sh -sh -sh in the language, much more than you would think about uh, French. And um, the text says, when I was a little girl, I tended the sheep. Liru, liru, liru. Uh, I had a little staff and I called a shepherd to me and so that he might look after my sheep. And he asked me for a kiss and I, um, not to be mean, gave him two instead of one kiss. So it's a very sweet little shepherd song, very simple, very naive. Uh, but the melody together with cello and viola playing that Berio invented there. Um, the, the cello has the sordino on the uh, bridge and it's such an amazing sound effect. It just drives me nuts whenever she starts playing or the cellists start playing this, this song. 
<laughs> really, it's, it's making me cry every single time I sing this song. Uh, it's so beautiful and so pretty and so light and bright. There is nothing sad about it, but nevertheless, the beauty of it just is, ah, it's so heartwarming. So, and then there is the last and famous or nearly infamous Azerbaijan love song. Um, so, it's from Azerbaijan and Kathy Bavarian sang it and uh, sh she somehow, either on purpose or by accident, couldn't get her tongue around the language. And it sounds a little bit like gibberish, which is strange because she should have known the language <laughs> um, because she inherited it. But uh, it's really completely nuts and, and wild sometimes. And um, there are some great recordings of the original song available on YouTube. Uh, listen to that. It's uh, worth it. And uh, yeah, then there's this uh, incredible instrumentation by Berio around this song. And it's, it's fun to do this song. And people are always very happy about this conclusion of the cycle. It's super explosive and super hot and wild and sexy. Yeah. When I recorded these songs, they were quite fresh and I I sang the melodies more in a, yeah, too much in a classical style. And only afterwards I reviewed my, my whole interpretation and now I'm singing it much more in the technique that, for instance, Rashid Bebudov uses, like uh, the ornaments become became totally different. So nowadays, when you hear me in a concert, it will sound very different from the recording because all the microtonality that they use in the ornaments, um, it's so beautiful. And I, I, I stick more to the notes uh, that Berio notated in the recording. But actually now in the performances I take much more freedom and I sing it more in the microtonal ornamentation way. Just to sing the folk songs without any musical comment um, would have been perhaps a bit strange in my eyes. Uh, that was I, Because of that I was very grateful that uh, Sam and Oscar proposed this project. Um, to have the work songs and uh, the other folk songs around it. And I was extremely happy that Mathieu uh, was in it, playing around with these vinyls and making uh, fun of some of the cliches that we hear in the folk song material and also giving it uh, a depth at certain points and abysses. Um, it opened up a very important space because why should I sing folk songs? I'm a classically trained person. Um, why should we rearrange them? Why do we play in a, around with them as we do? Do we make fun of it? Do we not? We leave that question a bit open. So this was for me very important. And the barrier folk songs themselves... Um, I stand with Sam Blazer's argument that he says good music should be uh, played and sung by anybody in the world. That's why I really enjoy a lot to sing various songs in the right context. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy with this album.
Papa Lamp. 